When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? Well, a much-feared backup of U.S. passport applications has completely hit a wall of government bureaucracy as worldwide travel has rebounded towards record pre-pandemic levels, and there's not enough people to handle the load. Oh so my. the result is a maddening pre-travel purgatory and a lot of uncertainty and frustration in getting a passport. So basically... Is it, though? Oh, because dude, wait. I, wait, wait till wait. I tell you a story. You're not going to okay, believe this. Go ahead, so, because my, we made appointments. My two kids, their uh, passports have, uh, well, one of them expired. One never had one. And we made an appointment. I think we did it, like, I don't know, back in May. Well, when we got one for the end of July. Like, you know, like if you, if you make the appointment with some time, like, you'll get it. Well, let me tell you my quick story. So my daughter's passport, 16 years old, it expired, right? So we were trying to get an appointment, and we couldn't get one. Like, it just wasn't working out. It was, like, it was so hard to get for some reason. Um, by the way, I wasn't doing it. She was doing it. Could not get it. So we went up to Mammoth, and we drove from Mammoth south to Bishop, and we went to the post office in Bishop, George. We paid for the expedited passport service. It was pretty mm -hmm. expensive, too, man. Yeah. And it was supposed to be, like, 7 to 11 weeks. After 11 weeks, we got a letter in the mail telling her that her picture, there was too much space between her head and the top of the photo, and that they, because she's a minor, then she needed, like, my, my signature. Dude, you have no idea how much time I spent on this on Saturday, and it's 11 weeks after the fact. This passport thing's become a big problem for people. So um, they said well, that, like, the... Why did, wait, did you know you were going to have to take off um, internationally? Like, when did you know? Well, here's the thing. Um, yes, I mean, I knew that there was international travel, no, 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 no. I'm saying when did you when when did you know you wanted to travel internationally? Like when did you make that decision that you needed a passport for someone? Uh, I don't know, man. I'm not sure I'm following. What? Okay, you're getting this passport for yeah. for who again? For Julia. For Julia, right? Yep. Now, are you getting it because she needs to travel abroad? Um, not really. Um, I was getting it because her passport expired, and I wanted to make sure she had a current passport if we decided to travel abroad. Okay. Oh, so then it's not like you're in a rush to do no, this. No, so. no but, it, but she was supposed to go to Mexico, and now she's not going to be able to go because the passport hasn't come yet, number one. But number two, I mean, it's really, for me, it's for next summer. But we paid for the expedited service and didn't get the expedited service. Yeah. You know? So pretty annoying. What have well, you done? You, you've gone and you made the appointment, and what have you done? I yeah, don't when know. did you Hold say you, you made your appointment in May? And, and when I don't it? know. Let me ask my wife. Hold on. Don't go anywhere. Hey, Kel. I mean, if you said it's not till August, that's a long time. Hey, Kel. Yeah, I Hold couldn't on. get an appointment. So I just went to the I went to a post office in a little teeny tiny town. Shout out to Bishop, California. Well, the other thing, too, is the wait times to get the passports. Well, that's, that's what I'm getting at. It's been 11 weeks. Right. I'm saying my friend, he had to, he did his four months ahead of time, and he ended up calling the, um, the governor. He literally had to call the governor because he was like, look, my daughter's doing this whatever dance tournament thingy. It's in Cancun and we're going. And like he had to call the governor and ask How's them that? to expedite is, is it. And it the, worked. Is the governor right. like really available? She actually made it in June and, and they gave us one, you know, whatever, six, seven weeks later. Yeah, well, well that's they, the appointment. So yeah. the, the appointments as of the past two weeks have gotten a little bit better. But they said on average the wait time for an appointment is 225 days. Oh and then gosh. getting the actual passport from when you finish the application and everything, it said people are waiting anywhere from like three to nine months. George, when did this expire for Julia? Uh, I don't I don't know when her passport expired. 
But, dude, you're, yeah. you're talking about going to Paris next summer for the Olympics. Isn't that right? Right, but I have a whole year. I, dude, you may not get your passport in time. Yeah, you might not. <laughs> you may not. You may have no chance at all. I had My friend did his in August <laughs> last year, and they, just, they didn't bad. have it by March. It's that bad, unless you can call the governor like Lindsay's friend did. What governor of what it state? It was Ohio. How come this governor is so readily available? Is this I guy friends with the governor? I, they I go to high he, school together? I think he harassed them, to be honest. They didn't play Little League together? They're I, not BFFs? I don't know. I mean, he just kept calling and calling and calling. All right. Well, good luck, George. They're getting. Yeah, I, a, a I don't know. I mean, we got the appointment fairly easily, so they have they have a record breaking five hundred thousand applications a week that they're processing or trying to process. Unbelievable. I know, yeah, that's but travel. that's the entire point why we we decided to start this process over a year in advance. Yep. Yeah, Smart. they stopped even doing them online because of it. They have too many. Everybody mm. wants to go overseas now, huh? Everybody wants to get out of the country. Everybody wants to go to Europe. Ooh, weren't able to travel. Couldn't go to Italy. I got to go to Italy. But when I renewed my passport, I think it was like two years ago, I just did it. I either like mailed something in. I like mailed them my old one and then printed out yeah, an application right, for a new one. Right, and they gave yeah, me a new one in like yeah. a month. Used to be a lot easier. Yeah. Now you have to go somewhere physically. Like, do you have to go somewhere? I think you do. That's stupid. That's really mm. dumb. Just to renew or just to get it in general? I, I don't know. That's a I good think question. Because when I, when I got my passport, I just took a picture at Costco, went to the post service, and that yeah. was it. Well, got I, it in like a week and a half. Yeah, I sent hey, mine dude, in the mail. Let me tell you something. We had to get something notarized this weekend and get a new photo for the, uh, for the passport. Let me tell you a little life hack. UPS does notarizing? That wasn't going to be it. They do. Um, AAA. AAA oh, yeah. is, is the best money spent. For like a $100 membership a year, you never have to ever go into the DMV again. You do everything at AAA. And when I needed this passport photo and, and, and notarization, it was like $20. I mean, it was like incredibly inexpensive because you're a member of AAA. Shout out. Yeah, that's what my parents do for like renewing their car and all that other yeah. stuff. 15, to, 15 bucks for notari- notarization at UPS. Yeah, it was 10 bucks at uh, oh, AAA. There you go, Cappy. That paid for it right there, right? See that? All right, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Real quick on the Dodgers Dodgers before we get to the Lakers, and Kendrick Perkins is going to join us in a couple minutes. Let's Big go through perk. this fast. Big perk. Um, It's pretty funny because I feel like almost three weeks ago, mm-hmm. like two and a half weeks ago, Bergman was in the studio on a day you were out. No, I was And there. I said, were you there when yep. we talked about Tony Gonsolin? Mm-hmm. And then he told you some things, and then you were like, no, man. And like you started breaking out all these numbers on him. So like you asked him to come in and give you some p- p- Dodger analysis, and then you just schooled him. Remember that? Don't you remember? He just did. I just said, man, I don't think he's the same guy this year. And I, I clearly he was incredible last year, so you can't expect that. But there's a decent drop-off. And then he's like, no, he's fine, he's fine, he's fine, he's been fine. And he's had three terrible starts since. Like, not just, like, bad starts. Like, atrocious. And you really want to know what's, what's pro- you know, the problem for Tony Gonsolin, George? I mean, it's his slider. I mean, all day, man. It's just his slider, dude. Seriously, his slider, bad. Bad news. How's that for analysis for you? How's that? It's pretty solid, huh? It's pretty good. It's his slider. You know, hey, what's up with Tony Gonsolin, dude? I don't know. There's just not the action on his slider. I don't know if you um, looked at any of the numbers, but the spin rate is way down on the slider. Yeah. Do Do you know what other what What are the four pitches you think that he throws in his repertoire? Well, I don't have to think of them. I know what those oh, four pitches are. Ahead. I mean, yeah, tell me. I mean, first of all, that slider is is problematic. I mean, that's number one. Now, number two, how often do you think he goes to the slider? I think it's. I think as I looked it up earlier today, I want to say it's like twenty six percent is slider time. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and then his fastball is is definitely not you know what it once was in terms of velocity. He's down a couple yep. miles an hour, mm. you know, so that's that's kind of a problem. Yeah, uh, curveball is is you know it's all right, but it's not exactly his strength. And then I mean, changeup, forget it. So I mean, slider a real problem for me. Yeah, from where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. How about you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, sure, Cappy. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure, man. Whatever you say, dude. Um. I just was curious because I did look up what his uh, pitch repertoire is. Yeah, and and you weren't that far off. He throws the slider nineteen percent of the time. When I said twenty six percent, that's too that's too much. It's a little too high. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The only two pitches though he throws more are the four seamer, the fastball, mm-hmm. and then the uh, the splitter. He throws the splitter obviously a lot too. Right, right. So, yeah. but curveball the least used, although pretty close to the slider. Yeah. But he's more I mean, of a four-seamer splitter guy, Captain. I mean, listen, when, when you're facing right-handers, mm-hmm. the slider is really Gonsolin's pitch. And the fact of the matter is yeah. um, he just he just hasn't had his best slider 
when facing yeah. righties. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I mean, when when he's you know he's got the splitter and he's got the changeup and he can manage lefties. Mm-hmm. Okay, but right-handers, I mean, the, really the equalizer, if you will, mm-hmm. is the slider. And by the way, mm-hmm. that's not me saying that. Okay, don't don't yeah. think that I'm just giving you you know analysis because I was you know breaking down the film this weekend. That right. is that is right from the skip's mouth. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's only throwing just... an average of 92 miles per hour in his fastball, though. Right. right. See, I mean, you, you know, did kind of little... nail that one, even though you had no idea that's what you were right. Lost get. a little velo on it. Yeah. is what he did. But I mean, to lose to lose two out of three this past weekend at Kansas City. And oh my still... God! It, the last one was embarrassing. Like yeah. you know, you can lose one six to four, whatever. They were right in it to the end, and but to get blown out like that nine to one, it's just like. Well, but to be 46 noises. and 37 right now, and to be in second place. And to be only a few games back of Arizona, and um, I'm still not buying Arizona. Uh, I don't think it. You know, I, we'll see what happens in the second half. But Dodgers, remarkable where they are given their starting pitching. Yeah, agreed. Now, in regards to the Lakers, mm-hmm. not everyone is uh, as keen on the Lakers as uh, you and I have been. Like I gave them an A, you gave them, you know, I believe an A. I was really um, more like a B plus, but whatever. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, I didn't realize you were such a tough grader. I, mean, I, I just I like to leave a little extra space, George, just in case. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but we're gonna we'll, we'll wait till five. You know, the next hour to tell you who's been kind of a detractor on the Lakers. We're gonna put them on notice. But first, oh, what's no. gonna come up? What? Oh, I didn't I didn't know it was gonna be like that. You gonna put this guy on notice? Or these people? There was a, okay. um, several. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This guy better get ready for what's coming his way. Yeah. He don't realize it. It's a one-way yeah. flight, buddy. You better get but ready for in, the, in, in the interim, we're going to yeah. talk to someone who's very high on the Lakers offseason thus far, which is our friend Kendrick Perkins. Looking forward to that. Plus, I have some French Bulldog issues I need to bring up with Big Perk. Okay, feel free to do that. All right, that's okay. coming up in two minutes. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. All right, Sedato Cap, 710 ESPN, Lakers offseason. I gave him an A. Cappy says a tough grader. He's going to give him a B plus. I think B+ he's plus also is being... very good. Yeah, I also think you're lying. You're, you're not giving them a B plus. I think you're just saying him? that to be different. Well, I don't want to give him an A if you gave him an A. Well, I didn't give him an A plus. No, I realize that, but I'm not giving him an A plus either. B plus is How about good an A minus? There's, there's, still, there's still room. Still a little bit of room to get that A. I just want to incentivize Rob Polinka. One okay. more move and you get that yeah. A. You, I mean, he's always said that if you had a good idea, you could always bring it up to him, but you haven't had a good idea yet. Well, we'll see. I don't know. He's, he hasn't been listening for about 30 minutes. You know, 4 to 4.45 is when Palinka listens. Oh, you know what? He, I don't know if he does know that. Uh, Perk might not know that. So Big Perk is going to join us here. Kendrick Perkins, you can catch him each and every day on NBA Today and, of course, on shows like First Take uh, on ESPN, uh, the Perk and Swagoo podcast as well, wherever you find your podcast. So Perk. Uh, Rob, according to Cappy, Rob Palinka listens to our show from four to four forty-five mm-hmm. here in LA mm-hmm. because he says, you know, Cappy believes that he's getting all the good stuff here on this show to kind of make his decisions. Really? 
Well, I'm I'm not surprised though. I'm not surprised. It's a it's an educated group on this show. Like some real <laughs> students of the game. So I mean, kudos to Rob. But I mean, he might have been a year or two too late. But I'm glad he finally tuned in. Yep, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Big Perk, I feel you, man. I mean, listen, and and I'll just say this. George was telling him last year, make a trade, make a trade, give LeBron a chance. He did it. And I have been telling him, you're not going for another superstar. Forget that whole Russell Westbrook disaster. Don't tell me, Kyrie, you got to build with team guys. And I think Rob Palenka is listening to, as you, you astutely point out, two students of the game. Thank you, sir. Absolutely, and he was the MVP of the uh, NBA free agency, by the way. Yeah, I mean, he was flawless throughout the whole free agency from start to finish. What he did with bringing that core back and Braun, AD, Austin Reeves, Rui, uh, D'Angelo Russell, and then adding pieces like Gabe Benson, huge pickup. And Jackson Hayes is so underrated. How do you get a guy – that's one of the most athletic bigs in the game today with tremendous upside. I believe he's 23 years of age. That's right. Plays with uh, un- unlimited, like, his motor is never runs out of gas, and you get him at $2.5 million. Yeah, no, great deal. And, and you know, him, Reddish, I thought they did a nice job with the, the minimum guys, Perk. Absolutely. Look, don't come giving me this about – Cam Reddish has been around, you know, three different teams. He hasn't fit. We we saw with Darvin Ham, Phil Handy, and that coaching staff was able to do with Rui Hachimara in just like three or four months. Imagine what they could do for Jackson Hayes and Cam Reddish, right? Getting there, seeing true professionals, being around some adult some adults, and seeing how to, you know, really work. See. That's the thing a lot of people don't realize. When you're able to get around LeBron, you're able to witness and see how he got to the level that he got to, and it's on you whether or not you want to follow. He's not going to invite you, but he will never turn you down either if you want to jump in with him. So, Perk, let me run a theory by you here. You ready? Yeah. So the Lakers in years past have gone for old guys at times in free agency. But we are getting to the last year or two of LeBron in all likelihood. You take a look at these guys. You've already mentioned it. Jackson Hayes is 23. Cam Reddish is 23. Gabe Vincent is 27. Rui's 25. Austin Reeves is 25. And D'Angelo is 27. I mean, they, they've got now, besides LeBron and AD, they've got a very young group that could gel together and become a team even beyond LeBron. I'm not saying all these guys will be here. It's just my theory. What do you think? I love it because at the same time that you're building a team to compete for a title because of LeBron, you still want to be building a team for the future. And I thought he did an excellent job of balancing out the, out the two. And you're absolutely right. But here's the thing. You know who should be the most happiest, right, is Anthony Davis. Like, these pieces around you complement him so well. Like, when you think about all these pieces, it's not just for Braun, it's for AD. And if I'm Anthony Davis, I'm coming back and I'm saying, you know what, this year, because the second part of the season, one could argue AD was the best player in the game. Like, the season he had, the the second part of the regular season, without Braun getting them to the play-in, getting them to the postseason, one could argue he was the best player in the game and the best player in the Western Conference. Now you get a fresh start. You know the keys are in your hand to this car. What are you going to do with it? Hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, listen. Y'all, I, 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 y'all not feeling that, huh? No, no, no. It was no, a good no, question. No. I was contemplating the ifs. Yeah, I was thinking okay. about it. But, um, like, I, I just think, to your point, they're building a deeper team because it's harder these days, and I think it will be even more difficult, Perk, to build a top-heavy team because of the salary cap situation and this second apron that we've got where owners, most of them are going to be like, nah, I'm not hitting that. I'm not messing with it because it doesn't allow you to pick up players moving forward. It, it restricts you there too. It's not just the money anymore. 
Yep, and, and also blame the players for these rules because, you know, when they had the control to be able to, you know, somewhat control their destiny a little bit more, guys like Ben Simmons and James Harden dropped the ball. Second of all, this is why I said it's going to be, in my opinion, the next – and I want I want to hear what y'all got to say. In the next 10 or 15 years, I don't believe that there will, there will be any repeats. Like, I don't believe no, no one will repeat a championship. I don't think we'll see another dynasty for sure in the next 10, 15 years. Hmm. Because you think it's just it, they're trying to level the playing field so much that that's that's. Po- I mean, look, it's interesting. I mean, it's happened in other sports. Um, you know, so well, I, think I, about it. Think about it, George. Not to cut you off. Think about it. Over the last five years, we had five different NBA champions. We had yep. the Toronto Raptors, the Lakers. Uh, who who was next? The Toronto Raptors, Lakers. Right. I think it was. You know, we look well, the at Warriors it, won Milwaukee, it with KD the two no, years, Milwaukee, right? Yeah. No, no, no. Milwaukee, Golden State, right. and That's now right. the Denver Nuggets. Boy, right. So, good memory because we had. Oh, I thought you were going backwards. Sorry, no, I thought you were going memory. backwards. So Way to go, forward. Perk. Right. Yeah, yeah. Way to go, Perk. Yeah. So it was like, okay, so now Scott is like, do we really see any team repeating? Like the Nuggets just lost Bruce Brown and Jeff Green. Right. Um. Man, yeah, I, I don't at the moment because I don't think there's like an actual team. It, it, look, if you look at the West right now, okay, mm-hmm. Denver, yeah, they're great, but and they're the champs, but I don't think they're a super team. To your point, like I could see them getting knocked out for sure. Like it's possible. Right. Um, you know, I think Phoenix is there, but I still got to see what the rest of that roster looks like. You know what I mean? Like, are you are you worried about them? I am. I'm not buying them. I, I'm sold on Phoenix. Yep. Really? Oh, sold as in you, you're I, I, in or out? No, I'm sold as I no. I didn't say I was sold out. I said I'm sold on Phoenix. As in you're in I'm on that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm buying on Phoenix. You know why? Because I mean, you, we're talking about three of the most elite, efficient, prolific scores in the game, and Bill Booker and KD. And I feel like DeAndre Ayton is going to have new life because he has a new coach. And in that new coach, I think Frank Vogel is so underrated. Mm -hmm. And everybody look at what happened at the end when he was with the Lakers instead of actually looking at what he did before he got to the Lakers. When he was in Indiana, man, that Paul George, Roy Hilbert squad, like the only thing – the only team that stopped them from winning the championship was the Heat. Like, that team was set up to go to multiple finals, but they just kept running into the Heatles. But Frank Vogel does an excellent job of, of putting in a system defensively, putting guys in position to be successful offensively, and he would do wonders for DeAndre Ayton. I promise you he will. Yeah, that that's the only person I'm worried about, Perk, in regards to, you know, when he doesn't get touches, he kind of gets lost on defense sometimes. And so I, I think they need to make sure that they keep him engaged on offense uh, so he'll do the little things. You know what I mean? I'm out on Phoenix. Yeah. Too many stars. Nah, I'm not yeah. seeing it Too that way. Too many stars? Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. you don't like the lack of depth, even though they yeah. did sign Eric Gordon. I like no, that I, signing. I just, but I just don't. I don't like too many stars, too many personalities. New coach trying to put it all together. I don't know, Perk. We'll see who's right, who's wrong you think next they, year. You think they have personalities? You don't think so? I mean, I don't. I I don't think Devin Booker has like a big like ego like. I don't no, think he's an egotistic guy. He, he's a no, baller. He just wants to ball all the no, time. No, I'm not right. saying Kevin I consider Durant. him and James Harden the same guy. That's not how I see it. No. Okay, so Kevin Durant, although he do get in Twitter wars at times, but we know he just loves the hoop. And then I feel like Bradley Bill, he understands the moment. Like, I feel like he understands the moment. Now, I do want to see it. But I am sold on them already before they even step foot on the court. Yeah, I uh, I want I want to see the depth portion of it first before I I, I make a true commitment. But anyway, okay. to your point, um, I do think right the West is up for grabs. There's a lot of teams involved. I think the East, especially if Damon's up with the with Miami, it's going to be a three team race. 
between uh, them, Milwaukee, and Boston, right? So, yeah, I, I think that and – the, and that doesn't mean that other teams aren't going to be good. It just means from a championship perspective. So, yeah, there could be easily six, seven teams that can win the title next year. Yes. And there could also yeah. be 15 different teams that win titles over the next 15 years, to your original point, Perk. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, hey, hey, Perk, I got to ask you. I just got to make a left turn here for a quick second. I got to ask you something here. Um, uh-huh. I know your French bulldog business, Big League Exotics, oh. correct? Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. My nine-year-old Frenchie, terrible breath, uh-huh. such bad breath, man, so bad. <laughs> Took him to the vet. My man had to give up seven teeth, seven of them. Now, Perk, do you know, like, a good doggy dentist that does, like, prosthetic teeth for Frenchies or what? <laughs> no, I don't. But I do know to have your nine-year-old Frenchie is a blessing. I know that much, right? It's a blessing. And you yep. look, you, you know, the personality of those dogs, man, is just like humans. You come attached to them. And I understand your pain right now for us trying to find them a dentist because I would probably be doing the same thing. But all my dogs pretty much have, you know, good teeth. And they're not nine. My oldest dog is like six. So you kind of got me by three years. Mm. I like your new dog, though. Did I did I see this on social media? Maybe I even, I think we're, I think we might be connected on LinkedIn, Big Perk. We might be. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, did I see your new dog, Chase Fargo? Yeah, you did. You did see my new dog, Chase Fargo. He got in Saturday. I'm excited about him. Now, Perk, are you brushing these dogs' teeth, That's too, though? Or are you doing that yeah, well, or no? Mm-hmm. Well, well, absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not. <laughs> I, treat, I treat them with a lot of love and a lot of care. I love Same. them to death, but I'm just, yeah, I just, I, I didn't even know they had a dog toothbrush. Me neither. What? Yeah, me neither. At, but at, at the vet, they can do that stuff for you. I don't know if they do it when they're there, but, you know, when they yeah, groom them. And yeah, stuff. but wait. Yeah, but when you got as many Frenches as I do, can you That's imagine true. how the vet bill to be? Oh, yeah. Perk, Perk, you know what What should happen now is once Cappy finds his good dentist, his dog dentist, he can recommend them to you because in a couple of years, your dog's going to be in the same spot. Need yeah, you don't want to have them lose their teeth. Right, right, exactly. Right, right. I don't. What, what the problem is, what, do you, what is your dog biting on? Well, I mean... <laughs> Perk, the, well, his the, his girlfriend's butt. That's a real thing. That, she that did. is true. That is yeah. true. He did. He bit her right in the tuchus, Perk. Yeah. He did. Yeah. But Perk, you know what the worst part of it is? You ever have like a friend who loses a front tooth, but you're not aware of it, and then he smiles, and you're like, "Oh, damn! What happened?" You know, that's right. my dog right now. My dog lost his oh. front teeth. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> it's, it's bad, Perk. <laughs> it's all good. So, what do you feed them? I don't know. Stella and Chewy's some kind of nonsense fried beef thing i don't know okay it's all good it's all yeah good. it's all good food i mean it's good yeah. it's expensive i mean yeah. stupid expensive i tell you that right now yeah. well as long as he a good spirit long as don't just don't let him look in the mirror <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> don't don't let him get self-conscious of himself yeah, i'm gonna exactly. tell that dog as soon as he looks in the mirror i'll be like yo man carry the hell on and get out the yeah. way <laughs> big perk check him out on nba today each and every day first take as well uh, of course, the Perkins Swagoo podcast. My brother, as always, a pleasure. Thank you for joining us. My brothers, appreciate y'all having me on, man. Y'all keep up the great work, too. Yeah. Much right, love, man, Big Perk. Care. Much All love. Right. Damn right, love. Yeah. I was feeling it. Well, I was just thinking when he asked the I know, question, I was, though. I was, like, I was like actually hypnotized by what he was saying. Yeah, I, I was like, I had to think about it. I'm sorry. Right. He's like, y'all not feeling what I'm saying? I was like, yo, man, I'm just contemplating the ifs. I have an idea. Yeah. I have an idea, Cap. I think that since he's, you could tell he loves talking about his dogs. You should, you and Big Perk should have a Frenchie's podcast. I'll produce it. Oh, really? Oh, people would love it. <laughs> oh, really? It'd be a hit. <laughs> you don't think? Oh, I know it'd be a big hit. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about when I show perk fashion tips oh no like, oh, no 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 no, no. no you're taking it too yeah, far yeah we should have sent him your mandy's uh outfit actually before on text <laughs> that's funny <laughs> why don't we send him the picture of you and me from the mandy's and say perk grade caps outfit yeah uh we can if you'd like maybe next like time that. he comes on we'll do it ahead of time that way he can he can actually speak to it yeah that's a good point that's a good idea there you go yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, we've got the award-winning, speaking of the Mandy's, Radio Tinder coming up. We're very late because we were chatting with Perk.
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. One of my, oh my God. themes ever. So, you know what's funny is that um, for whatever reason, this popped up on my timeline yesterday on Twitter. It was the episode of Larry David when he goes to the Lakers game and he injures Shaq. Do you oh, remember yeah, that episode? That. Yeah, of course. He's, oh, he's my sitting, God. He's sitting courtside and Shaq courtside. trips over him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, with Richard Lewis. Mm-hmm. And he and Shaq trips over him and everyone is booing him. Yeah. And they're like, he's trying to leave. He's like, it was an accident. It was an accident. He's walking up Staples Center. It was hilarious. I can't believe he's 76 years old because I feel like the character on Career Enthusiasm, while older and experienced and had a whole career and everything, just seems younger, even though he's got the bald head and the funny looking like gray hair around the sides. What does he that seems look like called? he hasn't aged really at all. I love Larry David. Love him. Larry, he's thanks the same for listening. age for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Happy birthday. Appreciate you listening, Larry. Did I ever tell you I, I ran into him? Not that I spoke to him, but I was in the same place he was. Did he trip one- you? No, he did not. This was the time uh, that uh, that you turtled and you didn't go say hello to him when your wife told you to go say hello to him? Yes, and I didn't do it because I didn't want to be that guy in the episode. Well, you should have been. You might have been No, because I did not want to be that. You would want to be that guy in the episode. I, I do not want to be that I guy would. in the episode. Of course I would. Like I don't to. want to be. It was at the Elton John concert. We were at the Forum, and Mario Ruiz, our pal. It's at the Forum. Yeah. Elton John is performing at the Forum tonight for one show only. Yeah, it wasn't one show, but nonetheless, it was one For show. For two nights, that, it's a repeat engagement. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but Mario Ruiz got me tickets to the Forum Club, yeah. so I went in there, mm-hmm. and you know, it was slammed. It's the Forum Club, whatever. You're right. There's a lot of people in there, and That's uh, Larry the David Man is performing tonight at the Forum. Right, and Larry David was in line with me in the salad line, mm-hmm. right behind me, and I didn't realize until my wife told me afterwards, and I was like. And I was like, no, no, I'm not talking to him. I don't oh, I would talk to him in, in a heartbeat. I would have talked to yeah. him in two seconds. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. And you would have ended up being the guy in the episode. I'd be like, Lar, what's going on, Lar? How we doing? Yeah. You know, that's how I would have started things. How you doing? You know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. then uh, Richard Lewis is one of my all-time faves. Oh, Love Richard Lewis. He's Richard so Lewis funny. follows me on Twitter. What? You are a rock star. Oh, Cap is so jealous right very, now. Very, very. I'm very, jealous. Because I love Richard Lewis. He's I went to see young. Richard Lewis one time. I was about 19 years old. He shows up on stage. And well, he follows got... 11,000 people, so I should I mean, it's not like he doesn't follow that many people. No, I mean... Yeah, it's probably not really him. I really want Richard Lewis to follow No, me. it is him. I'm it is him. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But no, I, no, it, I only know it's him because um, I, I know why he followed me on Twitter. I know why. Can why? you tell us? Tell us why. Tell us why. Yeah, well, he's a huge now. fan of the Levitard show, and I used to go on that show all the time oh, years gotcha. ago when he was oh, at okay. ESPN. So. so I'll just say this. Uh, I saw Richard Lewis one time. I'm telling you, it was like 30 plus years ago, and he showed up with uh, paper that was taped together, and it must have been like 50, 60 feet long. And the whole show, he's kind of going through paper, trying to decide what bits he's going to do. I freaking saw that and thought that was like genius to me. I've been a Richard Lewis fan ever since. Shout out to Richard Lewis. Big Ohio State fan, Lindsay Baseball. Oh, yeah. Then there you go. Yeah, yeah. My guy. Do you want me to ask him to follow you? Please. <laughs> Please, please do the Cappy thing. That like, or no, Cappy, you should actually tweet. Hey, Richard, at him. can you follow my guy Cappy? He loves you. Yeah, tell him. Yeah, tell him I love him. I tweet, do. Tweet net celebs. The Cappy yeah. segment. We need to do that once a month. I do. I Go love him. I love a lot of the old school comedians. Uh, Richard Lewis being one of them. Um, I still love Billy Crystal to this day. I'm gonna have to go to a Clippers game and stalk him somewhere. Oh God. It's true. It's true. You're out here winning today, Cap. Yeah, and Robert about- Klein. Robert Klein's one of my faves. Cap, who's the best stand-up comedian you've ever seen? I mean, I think George Carlin's the best. My, the, He was like your favorite show you've ever seen? Yeah. I mean, I didn't see him in I'm, person. Yeah. But, oh, okay. Yeah. In person. Like, I think, I've seen Seinfeld and I fell asleep. Yeah. He doesn't wow. seem to be a good stand-up comic, though, I feel like. I don't know. I know that's how he started, but I don't I don't get it. May have been the wine before the show. Don't, Probably. Uh, I don't want to hurt <laughs> I don't want to hurt Jerry's feelings. Now, was this also with your first wife or with yes, Rachel? This is my first wife. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Maybe you're trying to numb the pain already? 
That did not end well. She must be a big fan of his and was wide awake. Right. He's funny. He's really funny. Come on, Jerry. And that's when you knew. Yeah. <laughs> is this is this radio tinder? I don't even know what happened. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So, Aleph Aeronautics flying electric car just won federal approval for test flights. The Californian uh, automaker said last week that it had received a special airworthiness certification from the FAA for its Model A flying car, which it said uh, marked the first time such a vehicle has received legal approval to fly from the U.S. government. I sent you guys the story in here so you can see what it looks like. It's actually yeah, really I saw cool. It. And then I also posted mm-hmm. it in the Twitter circle in case anyone else wants to look at it. So they claim that the electric vehicle has a driving range of 200 miles and a flight range of 110 miles. The car will cost $300,000 and mock-up images show what it shows what it's looked like, as you can see here. Yeah. Would you guys mm-hmm. agree to participate in these test flight slash drives? So How high am I flying is the question. Mm, that's a good question, actually. I didn't even see, that, that would be my first question before uh, How high were you going? How high? What's too yeah. high? What's I mean, how long? high? Yeah, like would you go um, 10,000 feet? Well, I would imagine there's got to be some sort of safety to it crashing, right? Like some sort of like thing that helps you land softer, right? Yeah, tires. Maybe like... Well, it says no, they're if it's flying. designed to drive on the street, take off vertically when needed, and fly overhead above traffic. I mean, right. George, imagine so I would, traffic, and you just decide to take off in your car. Oh, it's just like all the now. I would imagine movies. that when it, if like the car, like as soon as it hits impact, like I would imagine, like it would need to have some sort of airbag thing underneath the car, or like it has to protect you in some way, shape, or form, right? Yeah, there's like a parachute for when it lands. That is very. It doesn't say how high it goes. This is crazy, though. I'm out. Yeah, I need to know how high. Yeah, I'm out. I'd do the test drive. Screw it. I mean, if I'm like, okay, so if what's like, how high is like an 18 wheeler? Because it's got to be able to go above that if it's going above traffic. I don't know. What's that? 50 feet? 60 feet? No way. 50 feet from the ground? Is it higher or lower? No, lower than that, of course. 50 feet? I need to do some research. How tall is an 18 wheeler? Hold on. Give me a second. How tall is a tractor trailer? 13 and a half feet. Come on, thirteen is the height. Feet. No, no, you're thinking long. I'm, no, I'm thinking about tall. The, I'm thinking no, the height of a tractor trailer. Thirteen feet. Because I mean, think about it. We got any truckers out Some there? Some of them are really, really high up. When it comes to semi truck dimensions, there's a bit of variety. On average, semi trucks in the United States are around seventy-two feet long, eight and a half feet wide, and thirteen and a half feet tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's dude, not that's on like the tires. two shacks. No, no, but that's not. On you know the what tires. I'm saying? No, no, but that's. I'm telling you, they're higher than 13 feet. Maybe the 13 okay, feet on so the ground. Okay, so even if you put them on the tires, let's call it 20 feet. All right, Is that 25 fair? feet, 30 feet, yeah, something like that, 50 feet. All right, so, right, if I'm flying no. 25, 30 feet, maybe. But anything more than that, hell no. Mm. Yeah, this sounds to me like the guy who uh, took the submersive down to see the uh, Titanic. Well, funny you, you ask know? that because my next question for you guys is in that same realm. Okay. One of the passengers who died in Ocean Gate's Titan submersible that mm-hmm. was bound for the Titanic, he did not mind the risks of the excursion down to the famed shipwreck. French Titanic expert Paul Henry Nargalot, who perished in the Ocean Gate submersible, said that he was an elderly widower and that if, quote, you have to go, that wouldn't, that'd be a good way to go, referring to how an implosion would happen so fast that you wouldn't even know you died. Not to be morbid, but... What do you think is the best way to go? Oh, in your sleep. How do you die in your sleep? Just like of old age, you mean? Like you just like how? How is the actual? Yeah, just like you, whatever you pass away in your sleep, you don't even know. Like you, you don't even wake up. I feel like a lot. That's of the most that, peaceful way they say. They, they fall. They die in their sleep. They are like choke on like you know something somewhere. I don't. <laughs> well, no, that's not true. You don't have to choke on anything. So you're just saying like as of like you. <laughs> But dying of old age, I feel like that's one of those things where... No, but it doesn't have to die of old age. You can have just like a quick heart attack and it's oh, over. Oh, like attack. You don't even okay. know. That's the cause of it. You never even woke up. I got you. Right. I got you. In like your sleep. I thought you meant you just like you just happened to die in your sleep. Like, okay, but heart attack... What do you mean? You just cause. like stop breathing out of no for no reason? I, I'm like, just saying if you had know. to like choose a way to go, you know? Yeah, like not being awake would be a good one. Okay. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, yes, you're not going to be awake because you're going to be dead. Right. So you're not going to know. Like, it's probably the best way, I would presume. Yeah. I'll tell you the worst way. 
Tell you the worst, 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 worst. I mean, people say drowning is the worst way. That sounds uh, like it'd be a bur- or being burned. a fire. Yeah, being Ugh. burned alive. Or yeah, that too. Yeah. No, well, you want to know the worst, the absolute worst. You thought about this, haven't you? Kevin? Oh my God, I've had this fear my entire life. You being in a casket? Nope. Oh. Being eaten by an alligator. Because think about a oh, big, oh, yeah, dumb alligator, a big freaking fun. lizard yeah, girl, comes no. up, grabs right. you, grabs you by the leg, pulls you underwater, drowns you, and then eats you. And that, that is. The worst way to die. That's like multi-level dying. Yeah, that's a yeah. lot. There's a lot <laughs> going on there. But she was also asking the best way to die, yeah, so that's, that's probably not what we were going for it's right like there. Dumb ways to yeah, die. Yeah. What What do you think you know? is the best way to go? Like this guy was like, "Oh yeah, I guess I'm gonna go. I'm I'm an old so, man. I'm gonna go that he, way." He, here you go, Lindsay. Here's how people die in their sleep, according to uh, this website, Very Well Health. Okay? Dieinyoursleep.com. Cardiac arrest, <laughs> respiratory arrest, type 1 diabetes, carbon monoxide poisoning, which I saw was a thing at a string of hotels Wait, recently. Respiratory arrest is not a good way to go because I've had, I'm, I have asthma really bad and, and asthma attacks are the most, they're horrible because you panic they are. and yep. you freak mm-hmm. out. So mm-hmm. that would not be a good way to go. Right, but if you're, a, if you're already asleep, it would wake yeah, you up. Yeah, it wakes sure. you up. Like it's bad. Okay, I, I, I'm just asking, but I would imagine that if you're, <laughs> again, I mean, I have really dying, bad it, asthma. It literally says dying in your sleep here. It says it doesn't mean like you're waking up. Now, they're maybe lying. you would wake up. I don't know. Yeah, I've never do. died, so I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, clearly, you're it's still a crazy here. topic if you really think about it, you know? Type 1 diabetes, carbon monoxide poisoning, which could happen to you in your sleep, for sure. Like, you you know, some of these hotels, for example, that was like a big story recently in the news because they don't have like the carbon monoxide, like... Uh, detectors. Um, detectors, yes. Yeah, Epilepsy. Uh, uh, sleeping disorders, apparently, could kill you. Oh, sleep apnea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's plenty of ways, to die. but I would imagine cardiac arrest is the quickest one. I don't know. I wonder what like a heart attack would feel. Isn't it like? Scary? Well, you might be dreaming and thinking you're having a heart attack, and then it just it's over. Oh, that'd be awful. Ugh. We're giving John but, Ireland a run for his money. And I know, his, uh, I know. You're right. Texas, yeah, well, he definitely is the Texas king of death talk. He heat stuff. <laughs> he could probably no, he loves death talk down. in general. Yeah, like, there's that. He he break this down like no other. No, no, no. The one that they were talking about earlier. In yeah, the I heard show, them earlier. Yeah, yeah. That was that was cringy. What happened? So there you go. Now we'll talk about it later, Cap. Hmm. Next, oh, radio <laughs> Tinder, y'all. That's it. Y'all ain't feeling me. Oh, we're done. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Dang it. All right, it's all brought to you by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small batch premium sippy tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com. Christopher bought some recently at uh, Total Wine. I saw that. And he said, I didn't pull a cappy, is what he said on his Twitter. That's what he said. Yeah, that's what he said. Right, by the way, let me finish this. Up your game, demand the extraordinary with our friends at Tequila Mandala. Now you can go, Cappy. Well, that's what he said. I mean, you know, Chris on the weekend, hey, look, this is what it looks like to support our sponsors. And he's standing out in front of a liquor store buying some tequila mandala. I understand. Oh, I felt it in a big way, Perk. Carry the hell on. Yeah. Uh, Good points by a couple of people here on the car thing. Duval Duval Jameson um, and Chris here in the uh, Twitter mentions. That the car would have to also fly enough to clear the overpasses. So, yeah, that's pretty high. Okay. If you're going on, like, the freeway. So, like, if you're on the 110, you know how there's, like, an overpass, right? Mm -hmm. So, you'd have to still be able to fly above the overpass or could you fly between the car and the the cars in front of you and the overpasses? Oh, no way they're going to let... FA is not letting that happen. No way. Most people don't know how to drive through an overpass. I, okay, so there you go. Fly. So you'd have to clear an overpass. So what is the average overpass height? That's a lot 13 of feet. <laughs> no, this is, definitely. This is 13 like, feet. This is out Same, of my, yeah, this is out, out of my realm. realm. <laughs> no, it's not. This is not. It's right in your scope. It's Can right somebody in your, who drives a semi please call us? <laughs> Let's yeah, see. How, the how average, the height of, height of most, actually, Cappy, you're not that far off. The height of most UFO overpasses ranges between 14 and 16 feet, according to federal guidance. But some state have, states have clearances even lower. You must also consider how the repaving of the roads and highways can significantly lower bridge clearance height. So there you go. How tall are the overpasses in California? Per the vehicle code, CVC, no load shall exceed the height of 14 feet. The CVC height section... Uh, blah, 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 blah. Doesn't matter. <laughs> a lot of blahs in there. Yeah. So there you go. About 16 feet. So yeah, if you're 25 feet in the air, 
Okay, 30 maybe. But I don't know how much more I'm going than that is my point. Yeah, I'm not doing flying cars yet. I'm still kind of freaked out when I hear drones flying over me. You know what I mean? Mm. Right. Like, what is that? Why is he doing that? <laughs> Looking at me? Right. <laughs> I mean, the video is awesome. <laughs> but when you're flying your drone over me, <laughs> me out. <laughs> it's off the rails. We're doing wacky radio stunts. So wacky. Uh, all right. The Dodgers are struggling against good teams. The Dodgers are struggling against bad teams this weekend, too. We'll get into some of that coming up uh, and what some of their issues have been next. Ooh, Cardi B. I like it like that. What are you doing there? <laughs> <laughs> what was the original one? The original one was, I like it like that. Uh, yeah, uh, uh. baby, I, I like, like it like that. that. I yeah. like it like that. Ba -da -ba -da -ba. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, but in 2018, Cardi B became the first female rapper to get two number one U.S. Billboard hits with this song. I like it. Featuring Bad Bunny and J Balvin. And her first was, uh, what, what was the first one? It was Money Moves? Bodak Yellow. Yeah, that's what oh, it is. Bodak Yellow. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Oh, I see it here now. So... There you go, Cappy. But I'm trying to remember who sang the original one. I like it like that. I like it like that. Pete Rodriguez, it says here. Really? Yep. I feel like it's the name like of the original really singer. old, right? Uh, 19, the original, original was 1967, and then it was remade multiple times over. Yeah. Hmm. So Cardi B being the latest of those. Uh, real quick on the Dodgers. Things are bad. Like, are they good? Are they really yeah. bad? Are they really? Well, it's weird, right? So they just lost to the the Royals, who are stinky. Like, yeah. really stinky. They're a very bad Two team. out of three. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and they got blown out yesterday. It was just kind of, mm -hmm. like, embarrassing. Mm -hmm. You know? Not, I mean, you can, anybody can lose a game here or there. Like, I get it. It's baseball. It's 162 games. But that one's kind of like, ugh, really? Because um, we talked about the series with Colorado and, and Kansas City, and we were like, man, this would be a good time to win like five out of six. I guess at worst, four out of six. But when you end up winning three out of six, like that's kind of disappointing in that stretch of baseball. Well, I mean, um, just, just real quick, I mean, we were talking about this earlier about Tony Gonsolin. I mean, you saw what he did yesterday, and it doesn't really matter who you're playing. If you're in a Major League Baseball game and you can only go three and two-thirds as a starting pitcher yeah, who a year ago done. was an all-star yep. – you know, and and you give up six hits and four earned runs in under four innings in you three and your, a third or whatever yeah, it was. You, yeah. you put your team and, and the bullpen has been also. Yeah, you know, and they they didn't help them out either. Yeah, and they you know the Dodgers have been mostly pretty good against the bad teams. They're twenty six and seventeen after losing two out of three against the Royals, but you know they're only twenty and twenty against the good teams. And the way I look at baseball, I don't know about you, Cappy. But my philosophy on baseball is basically every team, for the most part, okay, is going to win at least 60 games and lose 60 games. So it's what you do with the other, what, 42 games, basically, is what determines your season in most years. Hmm. I like your three I mean, there's not a lot. There, I mean, there have been teams that have won less than 60 games, but generally speaking, that's kind of the barometer, you know, mm -hmm. of bad teams. Yeah, I, I just always look at it as, you know, you just got to win series. And I know that sounds extremely obvious, but, you know, when you're playing against teams like Kansas City, you need to win those series because later on in the year, if you find yourself a game or two that really, really matters, you know, you look back against teams that you're supposed to beat. And, I mean, listen, losing two out of three against Kansas City – it, it does not look good. But I would say to you, George, you know, you say things aren't good. The Dodgers are in second place. Yeah. You, if you want to see what is really bad looks like, you can look at the New York Mets that have a payroll of nearly $350 million and look what it's bought them. You could look south and you could look at the Padres, $250 million payroll to be eight yeah. games under 500. Yeah. I mean, the Dodgers oh, no, are it could in be a way worse. spot. Yeah, they're, they're actually in a great spot. No, no, I, I get it. I get what you're saying. It could be way worse. Okay? All right. Lo siento. Okay? Lo siento. Lo siento. Sí, sí, lo siento. Sí. Sí. But, uh, but, you know, 
It's just a weird... Now, you and I thought going into this it would be a weird season. We didn't think this was going to be one of those great seasons for them, that this one was going to be more challenging. So this is part of that, right? That you're just dealing with the challenges as they come your way. And boy, have they dealt with a lot of different challenges. Yeah, but they're killing it. I mean, honestly, like, look, you they're may playing be the biggest... Above, considering all the guys they've lost they and that have been in and out of the lineup, they have perhaps outperformed the expectation. But when you... Because they have done that, when you lose two out of three to that team, you're just like, ah, right. That's but, one of but those. If you, you could be the biggest Dodger fan of the world and, and call in and tell me, hey, look, no, man, you're wrong. You know, uh, the Dodgers should be so much better than they are right now. I'm like, no, man, they, they are in second place in the division. And look what has happened to the starting pitching staff. It's I a mean, disaster. It, total disaster. And now with Kershaw and this news today of him going on the I.L., it, it, you might think, yeah, rest him up a little bit before the All-Star break. I don't think that. I think you got major, major shoulder problems with Kershaw. That is not based on anything other than the team being exceptionally coy when it comes. And by the way, turning it all on him, like I don't want to say anything, but go talk to him. And then they ask him, "Hey, how was his workout the other day?" Because you know that was going to determine if he's going to start. Yeah, it wasn't very good. Um, I'd be extremely worried about Kershaw going yeah, forward. Yeah, I, I would too, just because that's there's always been a long stretch of time where he misses. You know, well, this is why I suggested. Th- yeah. This is why I suggested, and everybody told me what an idiot I am. But I idiot. will come back to remind you what a genius I am. What they should have not played him until after the All Star break. You're saying at the beginning of the season. That's right. No, I don't know about that. That's either. correct. I mean, you can. Pick He's going to get hurt. Points. So you might as well start him after the All-Star break and have him for yeah, the postseason. That, but if you don't get anything out of him, then what if he gets hurt right at the beginning after the All-Star break? Well, then that's you took your chances. <laughs> get out of here. You, you took your chances, did. George. Seriously. <laughs> uh, they are still the second wild card right now. So there's that. There's three wild cards, Cappy. I don't know if you know that anymore. Yep. But. Could be a lot worse. Yeah. It could a be worse, worse. But just this one hurt. It's okay. The micro, The macro is still fine. I mean, considering. But the micro was it just it hurt. All right. Coming up next, Cappy, let's dive back into the Lakers. Okay. And uh, yes, there's some detractor some detractors out there. We gotta go to break. I know, but I also have to pin you down on something. So stand Okay, pin by. me down. We're back in two minutes. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 